Welcome to another episode of Knit a Spell. Hi, Katie. Hey, Jim. I'm so excited for our episode today. I'm not nervous. Light from Lantern presents Knit a Spell. I'm magical maker, Katie Rempe. And I'm the maker of magic, James Devine. Join us as we stitch together the symbiotic relationship between crafting and the craft. Are you nervous? <laughs> no, no, no. I'm well, excited. What are we doing today? So if you listened to last week, you might know, but just in case you didn't, this is our one year anniversary. And all month we're celebrating the one year of Knit a Spell. I can't believe it. I know. It's been a year. It seems like it's just been a few weeks. Yeah, seriously. To celebrate our one year, we are grilling each other. Last week, you grilled me with yes, all kinds of questions, and that was super fun. Yes. This week, I'm grilling you, girl. The tables have turned. Let's grill Katie. Let's do it. Let's do it. I want to start with some similar questions to what you asked me. All right. If you could choose your own nickname or choose a magical name or choose a moniker, what would it be? What would you choose for yourself? Um... I've been given a lot of nicknames. Um, so like? <laughs> my mom has probably like a million nicknames for me. I don't know why, but uh, like Lucy, Susie, Nancy, Cookie. I know it's a it's a myriad of and plus like my family is big into nicknames. So like, but like usually... none of those have anything to do with the word with the name Katie. <laughs> I know. And they're other people's names, which doesn't make it any more sense. That's just how the family works. OK, don't try to make sense of it. I think like the biggest nickname that is actually part of my name is just that it's actually Catherine. And most people call me Katie. My dad will call me Kate. It's weird for anyone else to call me Kate. I do remember like growing up. Anytime I wanted a, to like take another name, it would always be some very outrageous name from like a video game or something. Like I remember playing Street Fighter or something and uh, the one character, the one female character was called like Blade. And I was like, Blade, yes, that's my nickname for the next month. Call me Blade. So um, yeah, so it was, it was more like that. So. All right. So I guess we're just going to call you Blade for the just rest call of me the Blade. Yeah, done. <laughs> Kidding. Well, it's like your Sasha Fierce, right? Beyonce has her, oh, yes. her like persona that gets her through like projects, Sasha Fierce. Maybe that's yeah. you. Like when you're really up against a project, you're like, I got to bring out Blade. Oh, you don't want to see Blade. When Blade nope. shows up, shit gets real. Jim, yes. you don't want, don't let me bring out Blade right now. <laughs> so what are three things that you hope people might say about you in your eulogy? <laughs> Hmm. Here lies Katie Rempe. She was. <laughs> what do I hope they say or what do I think they'll say? <laughs> oh, what, do you, what is your aspiration? Uh, okay. Um, you know what? Okay. The first thing I was going to say, what, what do they think? But I, you know, I don't mind if they say this. She sure was loud. <laughs> and I'm okay with that. What does that mean? Uh, what's the, what's the deeper meaning behind loud? Yeah, well, I mean, like, I am actually loud. I, I will go from, like, a very chill to, like, oh, my gosh, if I'm excited, I'll get very bursty. Um, but, yeah, I think, you know, generally. Aren't women supposed to be quiet or something? I don't know. Maybe okay, there's, so there's some, thing there. <laughs> is there some coded misogyny in, like, women aren't supposed to be loud? And, like, is being loud sort of a, like, a feminist sort of anti-misogyny type of thing? I think there's something in there. Hmm, maybe. I don't know. My family also is just generally very loud. 
and quite Italian. So maybe that has something to do with it. But uh, yeah, awesome. I'm sure a little bit of all of that, I'm sure yeah. has. Uh, so is it good to be loud? I think it's good to be loud. I am not afraid to get my opinion out there. So maybe that's part of it. Uh, she sure was loud. She sure did it her way. She probably has no regrets. <laughs> so she was loud. She did it her way and she has no regrets. So tell me what those mean. Inspire me with loud, doing it your way and having no regrets. Well, I guess they're probably all connected in a way because, you know, by being loud, you often <laughs> can get things done your way. And by doing so, you regret less things quite often. I'm at least more willing to fail at a thing. <laughs> or have it go badly than not try at all because those are usually the things I regret. So I learned that early and was like, oh no, I'm not doing this anymore. Even if I'm very uncomfortable, I what if it's great? <laughs> it might yeah. suck, but this also already sucks. So yeah. I love that. I think that's really cool. Be loud. Do what you want. <laughs> Don't do be an asshole about way. it though, but do yeah, it do it your way. way. Yeah. And uh, uh, no have regrets. no regrets. Yeah. You know, that's almost what's going to be engraved in your tombstone maybe. <laughs> Perfect. Done. One less thing I have to do later. Off the <laughs> list. Yes. I think of you as a highly motivated person, lots of self internal motivation, which I'm like, oh my God, I wish I had that. But what do you do? Where does your go to, whether it's a song, whether it's something else, when you need to calm the F down? So it probably depends on the type of chill. <laughs> like if I'm really angry, kind of like that kind of upset, usually like a good form of like a physical activity is a good thing for me to turn to. Like I have to go walk the dog right now, or I have to go punch this pillow a bunch of times. Um, oh, that's so healthy. Or like write down stuff. And that for both like sad to upset feeling like, um, but I, I would say, and I guess this isn't surprising since I asked music for you, that music is a huge influencer for me too. So if I'm feeling blue or just overwhelmed, um, I can help turn myself around after years of realizing what I do to myself. Um, and instead of like, uh, just listening to the music that makes it worse like I used to do and be like, just lean in. I was like, okay, maybe I don't always need to lean in. Maybe I need to lean out, you know, put in a little bit of a earth, wind and fire or like, uh, you know, 90s pop or just anything to kind of like just swing it back in the other direction. Okay, next question. Is there a psychic moment that you remember that blew your mind? Um, you asked me about a prophetic dream. But I'm wondering outside of like a dream, do you remember like a moment that was like, I had such a psychic experience? So actually, one of my uh, stories of this kind of does come from a prophetic dream. So uh, back in the day when Harry Potter was a thing, I would go to like the midnight release parties and get the book. I think it was like maybe the second to last book where um, I guess, hello people, if you haven't read them at this point and you're like gonna freak out about spoiler alerts, this is just not my problem. So it was the night that I got it. Get the book, go home. You know there's like a million nerds out there who have this amazing ability to consume books at high rates. They probably read the whole thing that night. I do not have that ability. I'm sure I got it, went back to bed. But I remember having this dream Dumbledore died, Dumbledore died. And I was crying like, oh my God, he's dead. Why is he dead? Why would she kill him? This is terrible. And I woke up crying. And then I remember going, <laughs> so, you just got the book. Like, it's fine. Don't worry about it. He's alive. And guess what happens at the end of the book? Dumbledore dies. So spoiler alert, 
looking back on it now, was it part of like this collective unconsciousness potentially that so many people around the world were consuming this book all at once, getting the shock at the end that maybe that's what I was picking up on question mark? I don't know. But um, but yeah, that was one of the things where I was like, oh, well, this is this is inconvenient. <laughs> this is not part of like the psychic thing that's fun that people tell you about. What did it mean to you? Like, what did it mean about your abilities? I guess that it it doesn't show up ever in the way that I think it's going to. <laughs> and I think for me, especially one of my life lessons, I'm pretty sure is to just stop trying to figure it out. Just go with the flow. Just let it happen and experience it. All right. You asked me because you said you asked this question in interviews, mm. which I think is very interesting. So I'm going to ask you if a genie showed up and it's like, you can have a superpower, what would be the superpower you would pick? It's funny that last week you were like, oh, mine's changed over the years because mine also has changed. Uh, I, okay. I used to really be attracted to the idea of telekinesis, like do everything at once. I could be knitting and cleaning and playing this video game all at the same time, right? Like, no, 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 multitasker. Um, and plus, like, you could fly with that by making things fly and all these things. However, now I feel like what I would prefer is uh, the ability to speak and understand all languages, communicate with anyone. I think that's hugely powerful. We've been watching this YouTube series with this guy who can learn so many languages he's just like just absorbs them and he will go to places that are concentrated in this language and just talk to them and they're always like what and so happy that he cared enough to you know learn it and want to do it and i was like wow this is a really powerful connection tool and what a gift i love that i've often wished for that matrix download mm. ability to be like download how to fly a helicopter download Cantonese. Korean. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Same question you asked me last week also. All right. Uh, one of the most magical places you've ever visited. I really find that for me, a, like a like a place of power sort of feeling comes from being really high up and in like a windy area. So what came to mind first was when we would go skiing, there's there's a huge mountain with this giant lift you have to go up to do basically all of the runs. And by the time you get up there, it's like you're transported to a different area, like on the planet or on a different planet. And you can see everything and it's just a totally different perspective on everything. Yeah. And with the wind blowing in your face, it's just like none of your cares or worries really matter at that point. And yeah. so... I think it's very freeing. I remember being above the tree line at Blackcomb in mm. uh, Whistler, Blackcomb up in Canada. And there was that experience of being above the clouds, above the tree line on the mountain peak mm. and just being like, I'm on top of the world. Yeah. Same question you asked last week also. Uh, a time or the first time or a time, uh, a memorable time when you interacted with a being that was not of this world. I think the most interactive I've ever gotten was probably when I was still in fashion school and was like the last one there in, in the floor and it was late and I was putting stuff away and I heard my name whispered. <laughs> I think that was the most interactive, but like after that, nothing happened. But I do remember <laughs> feeling like, 
that's interesting. And, and confirming later that other people had had similar uh, interactions that they also thought were like, nah, someone's got to be playing a joke on me or something. So when we come back from the break, we are going to do a fun exercise on your timeline and some rapid fire questions. So stay Perfect. tuned. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Hey, Knit a Spell listeners, it's Katie. Are you interested in a new knitting pattern that will help you knit with intent? Well, then get ready because the self-love cowl has arrived and kits are available from UU Yarns. Whether you're knitting for self-love, abundant luck, healing comfort, joyous empowerment, or even robust romance, there's a colorway option for you. Go ahead and check out all of the options of this fun and interesting cowl that you can knit with intent to have a little magic worn around you at all times. It also makes a great gift. Whether you're knitting one for yourself, knitting one for a friend, or simply looking to learn more, you can do so by visiting lightfromlantern.com. Happy knitting, magical makers! Hey, Jim, I was just on your website and I saw that you have an option for readings. Are you doing more than just palm readings now? I have started offering tarot readings in addition to palm readings. (gasps) Yes, finally. You can find information about tarot readings or palm readings on my website, thedivinehand.com. Both are available virtually anywhere in the world. Or if you live in the Seattle area, I am seeing clients in person as well. Thedivinehand.com. That's where you can go to learn more. Okay, Magical Makers, we're back. So let's do your timeline exercise, shall we? Mm-hmm. I don't remember how old you are. I am 36 currently. Oh, to be 36 again. I know. Okay. <clears throat> so if we go back 20 years, mm-hmm. you're 16, right? Mm-hmm. Sheesh. All right. So the timeline exercise is where you take a breath and you imagine yourself 20 years ago. And so we are going to do it similar to how you did it, which is a little different from how I do it, which is I want you to think about your magical abilities and beliefs when you were 16. Where did you live? What were you doing? Have you got that in your mind? Mm -hmm. All right. So you picture yourself and you picture your magical or your spiritual beliefs. And then your 16 year old self has a glimpse of your 36 year old self. So what are some impressions she has? What is the comparison? What's the reflection that is occurring? So at that point in my life, I was homeschooling, very much locked in my room most of the time. It's funny because the impression that I get is like the past me just like, how the hell did you get there? Like, how did you make, how did you figure that out? It would be so beyond what my scope was at that point that I think it's like, would probably be hard for me to even like, whoa. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's so cool. I love that. All right. So now let's take a breath. Be in your time and space right now. And 56-year-old Katie, what she's achieved, what she might have transformed into, what you you may have transformed into. And you just imagine this dreamy person And you look at her and you're like, oh, hell yes. What is she inviting you into? What future is she inviting you into? So this is interesting because we did this on your Meet a Mystic show like last summer. And the person I saw then is not this person I'm seeing now. It's different. It's a it's a different energy, more solidified, I guess. Confident and chill. 
I guess. Sure of um, herself, centered, grounded. Yeah. For as much as I have felt like I've changed from myself 20 years ago, I feel like this version is vastly different from me, but in, in good ways. How does understanding her or seeing her shift you now? Yeah. Kind of makes me wonder what's coming up. Yeah. Uh, it's almost like a more serious version of me, which is funny because I feel like I'm a very serious person, even though I kind of come off as kind of like a, a goofball-y type thing. I can take things very seriously, I guess. Maybe I'm taking the right things seriously. Oh, that would nice. Be nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. You're focused. I, I really have a lot of respect for you. You do things that I'm like, oh my God, that would, yeah, you're amazing. Yeah, right. Any reflections on that Ooh. process? Uh, I think maybe I got to go visit her some more. Maybe she can uh, pay Do me it. forward. Go visit her. She's, yeah. she's would love to hang out with you. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. Visiting our inner mentor or that future self is a really powerful, uh, journaling experience. I highly recommend. Okay. All right. Rapid fire questions. Let's do it. Let's think about sweets. Mm. Maybe it's dessert. Maybe it's an occasional, like, oh my God, I want something sweet. Mm -hmm. Chocolate, vanilla, or fruity flavor chocolate yeah probably ice cream chocolate probably ice cream yeah noted a dream <laughs> vacation spot oh. whether you've been there or not or uh, even if it's not even a real place oh <laughs> i'd really like to go to iceland what what yeah again i maybe it's because of that like mountainy cold windy kind of situation i feel like that's like the place you could go to for that and really get a as, like, high experience on that. Yeah. Friend of mm -hmm. mine's Instagram as the plane's landing, she's videotaping an erupting lava volcano as the Ooh. plane landing. I'm like, that's a little close to the airport, but yeah. kind of it must be a magical place. Yeah. Reincarnation. You believe in it? I sure do. What? That's just right up the bat. Yes. Yeah. Your favorite feature of yourself. Um, this could be mental, physical, or, or, uh, spiritual. It doesn't matter. I like that. I like to make decisions and do research, but I also can be persuaded to change my mind while I do have courage of conviction. I'm also not too big to like realize that things are learning and changing. So yeah, yeah that's you I put a stake in the ground, but it's movable. You don't cement yeah. it in. Yeah. Yeah. I love that too. Handwritten or typed. Oh yeah. Handwritten. I still oh, write too. out everything. <laughs> so if not knitting, then mm. what? Mm, good question. Like um, not what are you doing, but what are you doing for a creative expression or what are you doing for a hobby? Yeah. Uh, I like to read a lot, so I could be reading. I might be doing like a watercolor drawing of some kind. Maybe I'll like play some video games for a little bit, <laughs> even yeah. though it's, it's hard for me to play video games because I'm always like, you're wasting time. This is doing nothing. You're working towards goals that don't mean anything. <laughs> aliens. Are you a believer? Yes. Uh, I've had a fear of aliens like my whole life. I grew up in the nineties and there was a rash of, uh, alien takeover movies that perhaps made an impression on me. Do you mean you believe in aliens like the way NASA believes in aliens? Or do you believe in aliens like the Greys? They have secretly been here and one day you'll actually have come upon one camped out in your basement. I don't know. Maybe all of that. None of that. Who knows? Um, I'm open. <laughs> okay. Finish this sentence. My perfect pet is a. 
dog who doesn't bark all the time at everything. <laughs> oh, pancakes. Sorry, pancakes. Cover, cover pancakes ears. <sighs> cover her mouth, I think. <laughs> cover oh. my ears. <laughs> so you love pancakes, even though pancakes is not perfect. Are any of us perfect? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> all right. Are you an introvert, an extrovert, or an amnivert? Probably mostly extrovert. So does that mean that you'll flirt with someone or they have to flirt with you? Oh, uh, I will definitely flirt with people, <laughs> but I really respect people who will flirt with me because I have been told I have an intimidating presence. And I was always like, why? I'm so like, Hey, how you doing? And they're like, that's why. And I'm like, <laughs> the paradox. Okay. So, um, yeah, I don't know if it's because of Pacific Northwest people, you have to kind of approach them like cats easily. I've worked on that over time. You have to approach people in the Pacific Northwest like cats. I haven't heard that, but that is so true. All right. So, um, do we make a big deal out of your birthday or do we keep your birthday chill? Yeah. So, so chill that we could probably just glaze over it all together. <laughs> really? Yeah, I'm not really a birthday person. If I anything, a... I just will high five myself and be like, you didn't kill yourself again this year doing something stupid. Good job. That was fun. Was that fun? Yeah, very fun. Always interested to see uh, what comes out in the free flow. Well, I'll, let's pull a card for you. So <sighs> I don't like cards to be too like predictive for the year, but I like them to be reflective of the year. We have two amazing guests coming up this month. I want to preview both of our guests. So next week we are interviewing a person named Greg Rempe. What well, that last name is just so familiar. Oh wait, that's that's because he's my brother. Your brother is known for being an amazing podcaster. He started podcasting before it was even called podcasting. One of the reasons why we're calling this Let's Grill Each Other is because this podcast happens to be on a topic completely unrelated to our topic. It's on barbecuing and grilling. Mm -hmm. However, he was instrumental in us getting started with our podcast because he knows how to do podcasting. So I thought we would break the, I don't know, third wall. I don't know what wall that is. Yeah. The curtain. We would oh, there you let go. you behind the curtain and we would talk to Greg about what it takes to create a podcast and just some things and see what comes up. So we have that coming up next week and the week after we have another guest. So in celebration of the one year anniversary of Knit a Spell, we are inviting the amazing, Teresa needs Reed. no introduction, Teresa Reed, the tarot lady to our podcast. I'm absolutely thrilled to have her on. And yes. because of that, I am going to use I think it's her only tarot her deck. Only deck. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Tarot for kids. And so this is illustrated by um, Kaylee Whitman. So are you down with me pulling a card Absolutely. from her tarot for kids deck for you? Yes. Well, branded quote for kids, you know, it's for anyone. You know, so. it is a beautiful deck. I got this deck. I have two. I bought two of these. One for my granddaughter. Oh. And I loved it so much. I needed one for me. I know. It's um, on my list too. This is mine. It's such a beautiful deck. It's um, really nice, big cards. Um, if you're a kid, it's really easy to play with the large cards. Um, mm. I was able to shuffle it. It's really beautiful. So, okay, Katie, tell me when to stop shuffling. Stop. All right, here we go. Wow. I want to read the quick little paragraph. Can I read the paragraph? 
Please. I'm just going to show it as a. Oh. <laughs> you ready? Yes. When you see the fool, it means it's time for an exciting new adventure. This is a great moment to try something you haven't done before. Do something different. Challenge yourself to be a little bit braver than usual. Take a risk, but do it safely. The question to ask is, what's something new that you would like to try? So we both know how to read Tarot, um, uh, Katie and I, but I wanted to give a little bit of writing from Teresa's awesome book, mm -hmm. Tarot for Kids, so that you get some of the writing that your kids would get out of this really beautiful book. Yeah, I really but, like her reflections on the card meanings. Yeah, too. look at this gorgeous card. I feel like that's me and that's pancakes right behind me. Uh, definitely, I would have some sort of bag carrying all my stuff. I'm living for this look. Uh, there's my mountains in the back. Ooh. We talked about a lot of this. What does this mean for you? Particularly coming to mind is the reflection from the timeline. And it's like, like I was just saying, oh, my future self looks so cool. I can't wait to get there. Perhaps this is uh, the, the path that will lead me down there. Very exciting. reflection. For all of you who are watching, this is also a card for you if you're listening. The full card reminds us that we can start something new, that we have this archetype. All the cards are true all the time, that we can start something new, that we can start fresh. Well, Katie, what do you have coming up in the near future and how do we find out about it? Uh, yep. So I have classes that I'm working on releasing through my website, lightfromlantern.com. You can sign up for my newsletter at lightfromlantern.com, go figure, uh, to be informed more on that or follow me on Instagram on the same name uh, and you can keep, keep up to date. What about oh. you? Oh yeah. Well, you definitely have to uh, sign up for my newsletter at thedivinehand.com. Because coming up May 5th through 9th, I will be in Chicago, Illinois. I am attending Teresa Reed's book launch, book signing for her new book that's coming out, Create Your Own Tarot Deck. The details of that um, you can find through Teresa Reed's website, um, thetarolady.com. Um, I'm, I'm not a guest there. I'm, I'm just attending because I want to meet Teresa and hang out with her. But I will be in Chicago May 5th through 9th around that event. So I'm open for readings in person in Chicago. So if you're in the Chicagoland area and would like to get a reading, um, you can book a reading with me. So those um, that information will be available on my website. Um, and if you're a subscriber to my email list, you'll get information about how to do that first. I highly recommend that you travel to Chicago if you can and meet Teresa and attend that event. It'll be super fun. It's Ugh. free, by the way, that that event on May 8th in the Uptown neighborhood. What a way to spend the day. Wonderful. The second thing in May is the International Divination event in Dallas, Texas, May 20th through 22nd. I will be doing with Madame Pamita a disco divination tarot-themed party called Studio 78. And I will also be teaching my Learn Palmistry in Just One Session uh, workshop. So uh, that is a fabulous event uh, happening in May in Dallas. So look for both of those on social media and on my website and in my newsletter. A summer of fun. Very good. Yes. All right, everybody. Well, until next week, when we welcome my brother, Greg Rempe. Jim, it's been a delight. 
Have a great so week. So fun. Talk to you soon. All right. See you next week. All right. Bye-bye, everybody. Bye. Thanks for listening, everybody. And don't forget, new episodes of Knit a Spell are conjured every Wednesday. Learn more at knitaspell.com and follow our Instagram page at knitaspell. If you have a quick second to support the show, feel free to drop us a review on iTunes or share this with a friend. Jim and I appreciate your support and look forward to seeing you next week.